Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. Uh, we've had an email from Ooh. listener Ben. Oh, welcome Ben. And he asks... Listen Ben. He asks from our... Uh, Richmond murder episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he asked, how can a coroner rule that the cause of death of a boiled skull was asphyxiation? Good point. Is that what you mm. suggested in the pod? <laughs> well, can't the, remember. There was a, a second inquest and the... The, the 100 years oh, later. 100 years when thing, they found yeah, yeah. The, the heat. David Attenborough. If anyone wants to do a... Just, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> tangent. If anyone wants to do a... David Attenborough impression. Oh, we'd love to hear it. You just, <laughs> now I'm just giving you a word to do when you do. Yeah. Is you use the word Madagascar. <laughs> you say, here in Madagascar. <laughs> it, always, it always works. Okay, fair anyway, enough. What were, what were you saying? Good tip. Um, Someone suggesting that we gave out duff information. That couldn't possibly be the case. Well, I've thoroughly researched on Wikipedia. Yep. And, <laughs> and then filled in the gaps in the DNA, like some sort of Richard Attenborough in a Jurassic Park. Might as well done. The other Attenborough. The gaps with the other Attenborough. I mean, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. It's a fair point. And the truth of the matter is that the cause of death would have been ruled from the whole evidence, not just the head on its own. Um, the fact of the matter is that, if, even with the flesh board from the bones and everything, my understanding from watching episodes of Bones <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that um, if you have a broken uh, hyoid bone, that is evidence of asphyxiation by strangulation. And it's very rare so to get a broken hyoid in that. Presumably in your cause. neck. So yeah. hang on, where was the neck? In, in the box. <laughs> Nick in the box. In the box that was in the river. <laughs> yeah, river box. Okay. Okay. So the head has got nothing to do with the ruling. The, the finding of the head a hundred years later. It had uh, part of the ruling was that it had evidence on it of uh, blunt force Bashing. trauma. Yes, which, you said that. Which yeah, yeah. could have come from being struck or pushed down the stairs. So it in itself is tied to the body by yes. you know physical evidence. Yeah. And we know that the body was most likely asphyxiated. Well, yes, and yeah. Webster confessed to that. Right, okay. Um, so we know from the, from the evidence of the body that it was asphyxiation and from her confession, and we also, having found the head, know that it was struck. The story The yeah. story is that she was pushed down the stairs yes, and right, then right. strangled. So right. the, the likelihood is that the, the blunt force trauma happened either from While the she stairs was or when she was hit at the top of the stairs. Which could have been <laughs> just yeah, strangled, strangled at the there. top of the stairs and then By collapsed the, down the stairs. And she was yeah. mid-fall, yeah. and then she hit her And head. then she hit her with the, with the back of an axe, like someone batting a baseball away. Oh, dear. Any of those things are possible, but let's just say she died. Yes. In Madagascar. <laughs> no, that was a good yes. point. Thanks for that. So the date we're looking at this episode is the 18th of March and in 1990 two men who were dressed as police officers went to the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, Massachusetts and there they stole 13 works of art in what the Federal Bureau of Investigation called the world's largest art heist, valuing the hall at approximately $200 million at the time. It's a fair old chunk of change, isn't it? 
They've since revalued it at $500 million. 500 for insurance purposes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. How do you... I mean, I suppose if you're dressed as security guard, you can just go, yep, I just need to put this somewhere. <laughs> How did they do it? Um, well, they were... Why did they do it? Was it? Was there any point? Because of valuable art. <laughs> yeah, but is it... It's just valued, is that? It's just a bit of thing on some paper. <laughs> just a bit of slap in some paper. Yeah. That someone no one likes, really likes art, but did, I don't know. Do you? Like, I haven't seen the paintings. There might, be, your paintings there might be rubbish. In fact, you, yeah, exactly. That's like saying one of Rue's a painter. Everyone, um, <laughs> the and I don't mean of walls. The um, of art. If someone said to you, mm, "That's worth fifty-seven million pounds," you'd go, "Is it?" It's it's the same it's thing, saying, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it absolutely, it is. absolutely is completely. <laughs> oh yes, sir. absolutely, sir. Yes, it is. It's it? really simple valuing up. It's it's worth whatever someone will pay for it. Sure, and that's it. And it really is a simple it's a, that. A scenario where you write a number on a piece of paper <laughs> and slide it across the page. <laughs> if it yes has a um, if nobody wants it, it's worth nothing. Sure, yeah, yeah. However beautiful it might be. Unfortunately for the. Uh, world order. Does anyone want your paintings? Fortunately, the uh, I don't know what what was um, name some of the or list some of the paintings that were stolen, and I'll tell you if they were worth <laughs> worth it. Okay, so the, probably the most famous one is here we go. The only seascape that Rembrandt ever painted, mm. the Storm on mm, the Sea of Gaber. Rembrandt. All right, that's got my that's pricked my <laughs> ear. Um, there was. Um, some paintings and drawings by Rembrandt and also Degas, Manet. Degas, Picasso, Rouault. Um, oh, okay. So it wasn't fly-by-night. <laughs> no. D- uh, doodlers. <laughs> no. It, it was full-on big boys. There was a, a right, veneer, okay. and he's only got about 30 paintings. Yeah, there's a, yeah about Who? 30 or 40 paintings Who? altogether. Vermeer. Vermeer? Johannes Vermeer, the famous... So Dutch it's all Dutch um, masters, basically, and French. Yeah. And, well, and then there's... Um, there were a couple of other bits as well. Um, there was a Chinese goo. Chinese goo? Chinese goo. And we don't um, mean a little pot of ice cream. It's a well, slimy piece mixture. It's a little vase. It's a little vase. Oh, right. So it's not all paintings. It's not all paintings. It's art. It's not oil paintings. It's like ceramics. So a, ceram- a, a little goo, little pot, a, goo, a, goo, a little pot of goo, a little yeah. goo pot, and um, a finial, an eagle from the top of like a flagpole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called, technically? A finial. A finial? Right, okay, yeah. So that in the shape of an eagle. Now, but those two were relatively yes. low, low value. Okay. So... Took the vase, but not the stand that it was on. Yes. Because the stand was firmly attached to the table that it was under. That <laughs> <laughs> was under it. Well, also, they took the, the eagle finial, but they tried to take a, a flag, and they couldn't take the flag, so they just took the... The top bit. The flag was valuable. So not, I think it was like Napoleon. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then, but the finial itself was, was not valuable. But they took that. Presumably because right. that's all they could get. Sure, yeah. Flag-wise. But I seem to remember we estimated its value at $50,000 for the insurance company. In and out job. They were in, say and out. in and out. How long, how long were they in it and out? It was a little under an hour and a half. Oh, that's quite long, isn't yeah. it? Quite but long. if you dress the part, you... Um, you know, if we went outside and put some high vis on and put some cones out in the road, everyone would go, everyone would drive around it and go yeah. oh, okay. start smashing up the road. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. I'd call yeah. it art. And 
and people would go, oh, right, yeah, we better go around these... Ca-. You know, people just go, yep, that's fine. So they were yeah. wearing the right thing. I mean, if they'd been wearing a clown costume, then I don't yeah. think it would have worked. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been unlikely either, because it was St. Patrick's Day. That oh, was it? St. Patrick's right. Night okay. Festival. Yeah. Well, this is, oh, but that's the other side of Boston, was most of the festival, right. wasn't it? Yeah, well, St. Patrick's Day is quite a big deal, apparently, yeah. in Boston. In Boston is, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is March the 18th, I said. However, it was early in the morning, so everyone would still be out reveling. In oh, okay. Right, right, reveling right. Um, into the night. So this was about... It was about 1am where they went in. and Right, okay. So the when are we saying that mo- when most of the police are perhaps di- uh, concentrating on a, another area of the... Crowd control. City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that happened in Die Hard where they created a diversion and all the c- police <laughs> went there and then they went, quick, rub something. <laughs> Quick, rob something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was Christmas, and this is this is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Yeah. Next thing you know, Faberge eggs at Easter. One assumes, or uh, I can't leave any other holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween pumpkins. Now, the protocol for security at the Gardener was yes pretty normal. Like the door is never opened for anybody, policeman or not. Sure. Well, you say that. That's, well, that was the process. <laughs> that was the process that was in place. Yeah, except that on this occasion they opened it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, since I think over a period of time the, the security got laxer and laxer. Yeah. In fact, so much so that common underworld understanding, or so I'm given to believe, was that it was a soft touch. They only they had basically had two security guards, and one of them was permanently stoned. <laughs> one of them was known as being a bit of a hippie. Uh, okay. Um, right. And basically, uh, they had security systems in there. I mean, we'll get to it, but the security systems didn't tally with the story, so it's all a little bit confused about what happened. But it may well be that although everything was in working order, in uh, in inverted commas, it maybe just didn't work well enough. Right, right. So, so there were two security guards who worked there, and two people dressed as security guards. Two people dressed managed... as police officers. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. I thought it was. Right, so okay. what happened was. Um, so it's about 1am on the morning of the 18th of March and two, polo- polo- officers, two police officers turn up and they knock on the side door at the museum and one of the security guards opens the door. I'm sure, thought, I'm sure that doesn't that meant to happen. No. no. Okay, right. <laughs> they open the door and um, the policeman claims that they've responded to a disturbance call. May we come in? Right, okay, all right, fine. Let's them in. In you come. In you come. <laughs> Why, sure, sure, come right in. Come right in, make yourself at home. Thanks. Within a few minutes, he and um, his co-worker are both bundled down into a, a basement, tied up, and then the two policemen, or wh- whoever they are, go about their business and start cutting paintings out of the frame. Mm. Just brutally knifing them. Yeah, that's terrible. I'd be like, oh, just take them off and unhook yeah. them from the wall. And usually these things, you can you can take the painting out with a couple of screws on the back. So why they were cutting them out when they had all that time? Yeah. Yeah. Just the, I don't want to bring back... Uh, but paint. So if you cut them out of the frame, I suppose you can roll them up. Uh, roll well, them up and put it in a tube. I don't want to bring back painful memories, Mark, but um, <laughs> the... Haven't you been... <laughs> I don't know where this is going. But have uh, you not... Uh, quite a few years ago experienced the same thing where 
my if, heart is stolen. Yeah, where you stole some. <laughs> no. uh, where if people think, how do, how do people just get tied up? Um, the oh. it, it's it's an, it, it basically ha- happened to you isn't it? Where, where you worked. Yes. Yeah. So um, you don't have to tell us. But, well, yeah, but I was at, I was working in a shop. He does because I introduced it. <laughs> Yeah, long time ago, many years ago. So I was working in the shop and I was locking up for the night. And as I walked down from the offices, it wasn't a gallery, by the way. It wasn't a gallery. It was just a a regular shop. Yeah, Um, like it was a like a DOS or or a Target or something like. Or a quiz in the the Americas. They have um, Uh, Home Depot. Yeah, Something it was like, like that. that, wasn't it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it would have been a store like that. And I was coming down from the office and walking back down towards the front store where all the staff were waiting to go home. And I saw a very large man in a balaclava approaching me. Wow. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And He's he cold. <laughs> and he took me down the front where he had an accomplice, also balaclaved. But, I mean, did he have a, like a, a gun or a stick? Or a, no, we don't really have that. Did he yet. just go do this and you just... People just did it. Mm, Yeah. Well, first of all, he was much, much bigger than me. Right. Okay. And I was going to wait and see if he had a shooter or a blade on it. But he was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And all the staff were tied up, so it was going to be basically me against two. Yeah. So yeah. And they were literally everyone else was tied up. Everyone else was tied up. So they'd come in at the last second, surprise them, tied them up, and then they get in open the safe. So open the safe. Insider information somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Know the routine. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the opening hours were clearly published. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they got away with, oh, about 500 quid in power coins. <laughs> well, that was it. It wasn't a lot, yeah. A few oh, God. So how long did this whole sort of thing take? Um, were they dressed as policemen? <laughs> they, no. They, I suppose, it probably would have been about 15, 20 minutes right. from so I'm, start to finish. By the end of it, were you sort of wailing side supporting them? You know, do you? No. Oh, I'm yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm no Paddy. <laughs> Had you joined them? No, I was furious because... <laughs> and then you went on a rampage with them for the next year and a half. <laughs> I, ran off, I ran off with them and started robbing banks. No, it was... Um, it was brilliant. I was... When I, when I saw them... When I literally saw this guy with Balaclava approaching me, I th- my thoughts that went through my head that flooded through were oh god I'm going to be all bloody nice <laughs> this and, idiot and I was so annoyed because I was going to a strip club that night and I'd never been to one before and right. I thought oh meaning no, no, you no. never went to one which means I never went to one yeah. <laughs> that was the one chance I had I, I mean I don't want to ruin it for you but there's the women haven't got much clothes on <sighs> no very much that would have been great spoiler alert <laughs> Really? Um, I didn't know that. So you were you were like, oh god, that's my <laughs> evening that's my ruined. Evening ruined. <laughs> now I got to talk to some CID officer all night. Of course, right. So and yeah. they got away with hardly. They didn't get away with any Rembrandts. Is much, what yeah. I'm. My point is. No, they didn't get much. They tried to take a bag of pound coins and they dropped it on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> so what a waste of that. time. God. So, so it couldn't yeah. have been inside information then, because no. they'd have known when the safe was full. Yes, yeah. They, they picked a Saturday night, so they yeah. picked the busiest day. But okay. unfortunately, it was a business that was 
rapidly going out of business. So it wasn't a, <laughs> so it wasn't a good thing. I'll have anyway, some paint. <laughs> so they took two cans of paint and a brush. I need some magnolia living room. I want vinyl silk, not Matt. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, sorry yeah, to bring this. has just been absolutely petrifying. Yeah, I mean, sorry I, to bring I, that I'm up. Sure, but I no, genuinely. the purposes of a like, podcast. Oh, what just inconvenience. Oh, yeah, this is a niggling inconvenience. <laughs> it's going to take up a couple of hours of my time. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I should have been afraid of it, but mm. but I don't know. Just I'm, I'm far more despondent than uh, <laughs> terrified. You know how I like the sort of the inane detail of things. But what did they tie them up with? Gaffer tape or uh, yeah, know, like duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. tape. Okay. Were people I'll like wailing? <laughs> Whether it was well in the sense of no, they had duct tape on their face. Oh really? Oh, that's I'm kind. Yeah, yeah well, but I'm convinced that that it's you just kind of yeah. You like, you like lick it off. I'm it sure was, you could do it might that. Take a while to lick it off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, duct tape's known for well, you know, being duct tape is known for not being. So it's supposed to be waterproof yeah. and non non peelable. No, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. And it's available. At sorry a to very uh, good price. Sorry to bring that up, but it. Uh, <laughs> I feel it helps the podcast <laughs> yeah i think the listener can definitely understand this yeah artist. one this, of us this is exactly what happened to our stoner security but, guard yes exactly what yeah. he was <laughs> well, i wasn't stoned he was taped around the head wasn't was he? he taped around the head yeah oh my ears <laughs> i told you to tape up his mouth <laughs> right okay so but in that case there were only two chaps who yes. were tied up and then once that had happened they basically vaguely took their time it sounds like an hour and a half's worth of mm. yeah. mincing around any visitors in the museum yes of course yeah, yeah dressed yeah. as policemen yeah you are in authority basically aren't you've you? incapacitated the only two security guards yeah yeah you can yeah you can probably take your time see johnny you gotta go again too so the security guards, the young fellas, got Ricky Abath, age 23, and Randy Heston, 25. Yep. It's Heston's first night. Randy, you knew? Ricky and Randy. Yeah, he was covering for yeah. the old boy who normally does it. But Hang he, on. Yeah. So he that was smacks finger of, of suspicion Something smells. And Abath was the one who was a bit of a hippie. Yeah. And the okay. finger of suspicion pointed I'll tell you him. what he needs. He was in a band. Not yet. Not least because of his bohemian lifestyle, but also because okay. during his patrol, um, he went to the very same side door, uh, opened it, and then closed it again for no apparent reason. About a quarter of Meaning what? Le- letting them in? No. Before, just He just went, he opened the door, closed the door for no reason. And no one could understand He did why. claim that that was part of his routine, as he would check out the front just door. Just to be on the yeah. lookout. However, mm. when the police looked at well, I don't know if it's the police actually, but when investigators looked at the um, at the tapes, yes, and the censors mm-hmm. for the previous few weeks, that never that happens. didn't happen. Yeah. Oh right, oh, okay. So that was interesting. So, so if it's part of his routine, bit. then it's a part of a routine that he only just begun. He just decided began that routine that day, <laughs> the same as when this new fellow began. His I do this every day from today, <laughs> <laughs> starting now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. So that raised. This, is this it the hippie-ish chat? Yeah. Yes. Um, so that raised. Did it raise suspicion? Or yes, they were yeah. both right. Okay. Um, suspected for some time. Okay. 
So the thieves, they wrapped a duct tape around their, their heads and eye, yes. eye areas. Mm. Their um, eyes. Their eye <laughs> areas. <laughs> um, Commonly known as their, their eyes. Their wallets for their ID and said, like, we know where you live. Oh, God. That's, that's horrible, horrible, isn't it? Mm. I hate that. But they also promised them they would get a, re- a reward in a year's time. They said nothing. And your reward shall be one million golden pazoozas. That's something. When your colleagues were, yeah. <laughs> were all tied up, mm. did they get them to empty all of their personal belongings into a bin liner no. and steal them as well? No. Because they'd probably have had more than 500 quid in goodies just from the staff. Probably goodies. not. <laughs> goodies. <laughs> oh, no, probably goodies. not. Goodies. No. No. They, they all worked in a DIY store, oh, so right, they okay, didn't yeah. probably have any money. Oh, we're back to yours now. Aren't yeah. We? Right, yeah, okay. B. No, no. They wouldn't have had any wouldn't. cash on them because they had to keep the cash in the, in the wallets. They would have had some car they keys wouldn't have been on them. to have their phones on them. And if they did, they would have all been like Nokia 3310s. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have been. These are rubbish. <laughs> we need to wait 25 years <laughs> till the iPhone 13. Um, they would have had lots of car keys, That's though, wouldn't true. they? They might have had debit cards moving. No, 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 no. What do you mean, no? They wouldn't have car They didn't. None Couldn't of them afford drew. cars. Can't afford cars. They all got the bus. What, really? Yeah, yeah. Bus pass. <laughs> Give me your Give bus me. pass. <laughs> I want your oyster card. Oh <laughs> uh, right, so it was badly. It was thought yeah, out. They, Are we? They went to the wrong place. It was the only place that was robbing open. a bankrupt shop, yeah. working with like, poor with staff people. who were on minimum who all, wage. Yeah, who all exactly. got the bus to work? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. They should have given us money. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> broken in and like uh, in fact if they if they'd the done that expensive thing in the room <laughs> if they'd done that they probably would have got away with it right okay calm down right I'm sorry to have tied you up here's 100 quid each or whatever everyone had gone brilliant brilliant yeah <laughs> we'll help you carry stuff out to your car <laughs> yeah exactly Open yeah. The boot. we'll just form a chain gang yeah yeah well, that's all insured isn't it that's what I would have done if I was the robber really You'd rob a place and give the victims money. Well, you just kind of, because it it kind of covers, it doesn't cover your tracks, but it just makes you... That's not robbing, that's lovable. Robin Hood. <laughs> makes you lovable. <laughs> lovable. So let me go tell you a little bit about yeah, the origin of do. the museum, if I may. Oh, yeah. What's it, it called again? It's called the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. And that's one person. That's one person. It's not Isabella Ann Stewart. Oh, okay. Isabella yeah. Stewart Gardner. Now, she is a 19th century, early 20th century art collector and philanthropist. Okay. So she collected them. She collected them. She literally right, right. collected them. So she... Um, she when they weren't been, worth much, presumably. Yeah. So she would have been... She was born about 1840. She and her husband, Jack, they used... They toured... In the late 19th century, 1870s, 1880s, they tour around Europe and Middle East and Asia, collecting art. And basically, they found out that they realised that their house was too small, so they commissioned and had this built this museum. And they As you do, just it was basically a, a whole building just to hold their art collection, private, all private collection. Blimey, it was yeah. the first. That's what you need, yeah. It was the first. He's got loads of in, in his shed. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first building in America to I've have... I've just built an annex. Well, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you technically just built a museum. <laughs> you, built, you built the Rue Turner Museum. <laughs> Rue Turner Garden Museum. Garden Museum. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, in his garden, everyone. So this, this building was modelled on, like, um, 
buildings in Venice and what have you. And it, it had mm. in it in the centre there was a glass covered courtyard, which is the first of its kind in the It's America. reasonably uninteresting from the outside. <laughs> it's a good review. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But for the ins the inside well, the whole, I found it reasonably uninteresting. <laughs> So these wealthy white folk from wealthy white Boston sure, yeah. said, uh, let, let's get some pie, some art, what fun. And then decided yeah. to deck out this new building. Mm. And it opened in 1903, complete with champagne donuts and the Boston Symphony Orchestra. So it was a gala, a gala day. Well, a gala day is enough for me. I don't think I can handle it anymore. Isabella was very paranoid about people seeing, like, the insides of it before the opening. <laughs> Right. So she was friends with people at the, um, what was it again, Rob? The Boston Symphony Orchestra. The Symphony Orchestra. Wow. She was also, um, she was friends with the local blind school. <laughs> so she got all the blind children to come in and listen to the Symphony Orchestra yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Very good. To experience it, because they couldn't tell anyone what it looked like inside. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh. She was very, very secretive about the... Bef the prior the to it opening. Yeah. One's museum. And we're talking about the thing one. that got... The very building that got burgled. Yeah. The, right, yeah. yeah, okay. As in, just amazing open courtyard in the middle. Right, right. She was, a, she was a quite an interesting person. She was, um, as well as being a philanthropist, she was a quite an eccentric. Um, she is it's quite famous for her having visited... Um, in 1912, she went to see the Boston Symphony Orchestra perform, mm -hmm. and she, she was, went there wearing a, a Red Sox headband. Really? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. That was a little bit eccentric. Um, apparently, uh, that's, one, that's her, I'm quoting now, she almost caused a panic. <laughs> what, how? Wearing a Red Sox headband. Wearing a Red Sox headband in 1912. A Is that bad? A upper society lady. Right, okay. It's quite the eccentricity, Dutch, no. Right. I wonder if it... Have you been to Fenway Park? Uh, no, no, sir. I have. It's excellent. Is that the home of the Red Sox? Yeah, it's really good. It's like going to someone's What's the name of that old house. It's like famous, isn't it? The scoreboard? Yeah, it's got I a name know. of its own. Has it? I watched that um, movie about... Like, it doesn't... It's not about the Red Sox, but it ends with the Red Sox. Um, about the introduction of data analysis into... I'm already bored. Baseball. That's really good. <laughs> Introduction of data analysis yeah. into the baseball. Um, I, can't, I, I can't remember who it is. There's some really famous actor who plays the lead in it. In what? Um, what's that you movie want to about baseball it? analytics? Moneyball. Money, that's it, Moneyball. Yeah. Brad Pitt's it's really in it. Good. Yeah, it's excellent. It's one of my faves. I watch, so it, I, I watch it. Way. It's really good. I probably watch it once every six months or so. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? It's... It's really good. Yeah. yeah. My favourite baseball There's movie no... is Major League about the <laughs> Charlie Sheen <laughs> about the Cleveland Indians with Charlie Sheen. The um the good thing about um... build it and they will come. Oh, no, I know. I was going to say let's feel the dreams. I feel the air. Why are you talking about Moneyball? It's Red about the Oakland. No, no, it's Oakland A's. What is Moneyball? Uh, yes, but he he, he gets offered a job. He gets offered a job. Yeah. He turns yeah. it down. Twenty five million. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm glad we got onto that. Uh, it's brilliant. I could watch it. In fact, I have turn it off. I want to watch it. <laughs> turn off the recording. The, I have seen the Oakland A's play. We'll take a short break them. while Jed yeah. watches Moneyball. Yeah. I saw the A's play against uh, what would at the time would have been the California Angels, but I think they're Anaheim Angels. The A Derby. Anyway, okay. what's anyway. Fenway's scoreboard called? Fenway's scoreboard is called the Green Monster. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she was obviously a fan, but um, I wonder if it's Go like Sox. very near to her 
Yeah, gallery place. Worse. And we're both in Boston. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So Great. <laughs> Great. So while the thieves were stealing the art, they were mostly in the, the Dutch masters room. Mm. There was uh, infrared motion detectors, but they didn't record any motion in the Dutch room until about 10 to 2 a.m. So that would have been about 15 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Having tied up the guys and everything, they didn't pick up any any uh, motion. And in one of the rooms, they didn't. They only picked up the security guard Abath. His motion. They didn't pick up, even though Art was taken from that room. His was the only motion that was picked up. The two, oh, right. the two times he was, went past on his patrol. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Is that fishy, or can they be well, yeah, turned off, yeah. or were they turned off? They weren't turned off, and later they were supposedly working fine. These had been installed right. in the early 80s so they weren't that old this is 1990 this robbery yep so that was a bit interesting because there was art taken from that the yes. blue room from that room um, but no motion detected that was the the, um, the small money wasn't it yes that's the only piece and that's kind of it is quite small it's quite small you can tuck that in it's your still pocket. a money but it's still got to get across the room yeah and out so that was quite interesting another reason why I think it was pointed at uh, a bath oh yeah yeah um, the thieves went to check on the guards. They asked them if they were comfortable and everything before they left. And then they right? went out in two drops to unlock, to load the art into their yep. getaway vehicle. It's not typical gangster behaviour, is it? No. Really? Do they know you're right, what... You're right, it's not you're too right. tight, is it? So we... Hi, fellas. How you doing? Hey, what's happening? Can I just check you're okay? Do you want a cushion? Have you seen the Red Sox score? <laughs> the, um, uh, do you think they specifically targeted certain paintings or was it just I reckon they went in with a shopping list I would say really? so yeah they didn't take the most expensive oh. art they did take specific art quite mostly big? from the one room and they tried to get the Napoleonic flag like I said yes but it looks like they gave up because it was all screwed to, it was in a case that was screwed to the wall it looks like they undid some of the screws left some and then just took the finial off the top right so it, it looks like they th- usually they, stuff like that you use and not that I know anything, but it's usually stolen to order kind of thing, isn't it? It's not just... Well, professional thieves. Do you reckon... On, on, should we on have that historians? one? No. They're really good you at stealing. To, they've yeah, got a list. That type of place. I would and, say you yeah. want to have a buyer beforehand, yeah. and the buyer's not going to buy yeah. whatever you show them. They're going to say, I want this. That yeah. said, the if you had a buyer beforehand, would you Stanley knife them out the frames? You absolutely wouldn't, would you? Yeah. You'd, no, you'd want you the would. whole lot. No, you would, because you need to get it out. Well, I know that, but it, but it will diminish its... Well, I mean, it will divin- diminish its value, even though it's all I mean, yeah, and... but when you reframe it, you just make the frame a little bit smaller <laughs> and you just... And the edge... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, there was a it's painting... It's fine. I'm reminded... I wish I could remember this. You might remember this, being an art person. There was a... I'm reminded there's a painting, one of these massive sort of wall... Not a fresco. It wasn't on the wall, but it was a, it was a painting. It was mounted on the wall, and it was they ages before they suddenly realised that the, they took the frame down, and they realised it had been folded, like in yeah, half. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it was really? Actually, was twice the size. Oh, wow, wow, that's I've, great. I've actually seen that in an exhibition. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and there's, there's not only is it folded, but there's a big chunk of it missing out of the corner where. Hence why it was a folded. Portrait of someone in it, and they cut that portrait out. Sure, and yeah. It separate. Framed it separately. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then folded it over. And then folded that bit around the back. Oh, that's brilliant. That Um, was in a museum. Yeah. So if they're not that bothered... (laughs) 
sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I see what you mean. But they obviously yeah. folded it over, or somebody folded it over, because there was a big hole cut out of it. Potentially, yeah. But the point being, there is yes. a level of respect for art, and then there is a level, <laughs> there is a whole other level of respect, yeah. which is like, well, I'd rather have the picture and make it right, smaller okay. than not. So next morning, or later that day in the yep. morning, yep. Um, what happened was that the other guards turned up to take over the Yes, the, the morning shift. shift. No one was responding to the buzzer yep. to come to the mm-hmm. door, so they called the supervisor. The supervisor came down with the keys to get them in. And then they found, you know, no one was on the watch. They Tied found, up. And then they called the police. Police turned up and they found the guards in the basement. And then they knew the crime had been committed. Sure, yeah, yeah. So 13 works of art stolen. Um, and I said it was considered at the time the highest value museum robbery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you in, had it all up. Yeah. In 2019, so almost 20 years later, um, there was a robbery at the Dresden Green Vault. Um, which Dresden? Was, which was estimated at value of a billion euros. Wow. Which was the next one. What was what was nicked? Art. Just art, right. Yeah. Just some art. Yeah. Big yeah. bag of art. Oh, yeah. Big, massive crate, crate of art. It was, a, it was an art exhibit that was comprised of a billion euros <laughs> in a pile. Yeah. yeah. It was the justified ancients of Moo starting early. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh. It's weird that you mentioned it because I was talking about them at length yesterday. Really? Or KLF? Because, <laughs> yeah, KLF. KLF. They famously that burned a million. That was a million, million wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Claimed to have burned yeah. a million. Yeah. Probably didn't. I'm not saying the KLF are liars. Well, yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> it is a video. You can watch it. We could probably get it on uh, YouTube, I should think, the video of them burning the million. So that has uh, usurped the 1990 hall uh, yes. money. Monetary, monetary value, monetarily yeah. wise, yeah. So there is a reward was put out. Yep. Unfortunately, at the time, the museum didn't have a lot of money, mm-hmm. so they yeah, um, they rang round. Didn't they? they basically <laughs> rang round. Yeah. So they got Sotheby's and Christie's, the auctioneers, to help, and they posted in three days of the robbery, they posted a reward for a reward for a million dollars. Wow. To recover the art. That's a lot, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. They could have done hundred thousand. Everyone would have gone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Thanks very much. For offering, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, considering they had millions and millions and pounds worth of art, yeah. they didn't have any money. They didn't have any money. Right. Yeah, but you, yeah, I think the um, the Isabella Stewart Gardner had some stipulations in her will about <laughs> the collection. Yes. So if it was ever changed or broken up, then it would all be sold, and all the money <clears throat> would be given to MIT. Is it? Um, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah, given to MIT. Nothing was to be bought or sold. You can add to it or take away from the <coughs> It can't be split up. Can't be split up. Mm. Right. So you can't, Why would you, you do that? sell it because it's a collection in order it's to raise money. Yeah. yeah. What's MIT got to do with anything? Right. Was it? I think it was MIT, wasn't it? I don't, Seems a bit weird. I mean, it's the right part of the world, but did they have what? What year well, are we talking about? Did they have technology? Well, <laughs> it's technology <laughs> and it's. <laughs> Yeah, so they couldn't... I mean, you can't exactly mortgage any of them, I suppose, either. But. Yeah. What, like in Monopoly? Yeah. yeah. Turn it over. Accept <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a slightly lesser fee. <laughs> you, could do, you could have done that. You could have turned it over, faced the wall. Well, they still, like, in the Gartner <laughs> Museum now, they still all have the frames in place. Yes. Where the paintings were. I was going to say, the yeah. frames are there. Boy, them gold frames sure cost plenty of dough. Literally... Holdings right, so hang on. Things. Are you, if you've te- mildly jumped the gun, are you saying they never got them back? 
they have still not been returned. Uh, I didn't know that. In 1997, the reward yes. went up to $5 million. In 2017, it went to $10 million. Wow. And We should start looking for it. They said, <laughs> could do they said um, $10 million if they're recovered by the end of the year, but they then the public got behind and started adding to the fund, so they kept it wow. going. So it's it's a, so there is a ten million dollar bounty. So as to date, yeah, that's it. They nicked them, and that's the end of that. They've still not been recovered to this oh, day. Oh, blimey! Still I didn't know that. Ten million dollar reward out. Honestly, I had no clue that that was the end of the. Well, it might not be the end, but the uh, the uh, current status is. Well, what's interesting is if if they have not managed to unload the paintings, they could just return them because the statute of limitations has expired. They can oh, yeah. be prosecuted for the theft. Wow. God. Good deal, I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. There has been one or two occasions. What's it? 25 years? Come close to that. Uh, no, it was only five years for a theft. Five? That's yeah. nothing. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. You could have Here they are. got away with the Mona Lisa. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah nearly. Well, I don't know what the statute of limitations is in France. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In, in those but days. In Boston in 1990, it was five years. So anyone who was in the, involved in it, who bought it or whatever, they could can't be rescued. Wow! So give it back, eh? Yeah, that told him because it's fine. So what what's in position? Just empty frames. The empty yeah. frames. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's quite good, isn't it? To remind everyone that by the way, they were still on the lookout. But and for a collection that you can't add or remove from. Yes. It's it's slightly awkward. I would just. <laughs> I, mean, I would definitely go when I'm next in Boston. I will definitely go there. Really? Yeah. What do you mean when you're but, next um, in Boston? I say next. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when are you going there? <laughs> when I'm, yeah, in Boston. When I day. give back the paintings. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have been suspected. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. A um, whole rock. Boston, A rock. naughty, people. naughty Boston people. As, it, as always in these cases, they start digging up any other name they can think of. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, one, the first um, proper clue really was in 1994 when the director of the museum got a letter from someone who claimed that um, they had the art and they wanted to negotiate to return it this is a year before the statute of limitations yes yeah yeah. they said um, they wanted to steal the art and they were going to return it in order to reduce a prison sentence Mm. so this gangster bobby donati apparently was trying to negotiate um, a prison release for in exchange for the return of the art oh bobby donati now he (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Bobby Donati, Robert of the Nut. So the FBI were basically focused their investigation on the Boston Mafia. Yeah. Okay, because there was a gang war kind of going on at the time. But he was murdered a year after the robbery. So ah. so Donati was trying to negotiate for his his boss, basically, Vincent Ferreira, who was in prison at the time. Now, Ferreira claims or claimed that um, Donati said he was going to do something to get him out of jail and that was a few months before the artwork was stolen but then he said that he had buried the art but of course then Donati then got killed the year later so mm, yes if this letter was saying basically that they had the art to negotiate prison release mm-hmm. it might have been related to that and then I wanted to negotiate it to be sold back to the museum because it was no good to them anymore mm-hmm. well Bobby Donati was in possession around well, I think it was slightly later of two Boston police officer uniforms in a brown paper bag. Right. Which is something I suppose you'd expect a gangster to have, maybe. A big bag. Maybe he was in the... Uh, you know, in order to lead Chicago people into it. a car park or a, a garage and yes. shoot them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe he's a member of the Chicago outfit. 
He kept them as a memento. But it's um, it's a bit, <laughs> a bit suspicious, isn't it, really, in the context of things? That's the thing about um, baddies. They're, They're suspicious. quite suspicious. <laughs> suspicious. They might, you never know, they might have stolen police uniforms kicking around here or there. One person um, apparently was thought to be in possession of the Storm of the Sea of Galilee, which mm. I mentioned. Because he showed it to someone in a warehouse yeah. in the dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's an antiques dealer called Youngworth, William Youngworth, and there's a journalist who was talking with him in 1997 about the theft, and apparently Youngworth showed him what Mashburg thought was this painting. But maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, I'm not really sure. Um, but the FBI raided the place and didn't find anything. There ain't nothing here, Lieutenant! But it could have gone by then, who knows? Mm-hmm. Whitey Bulger, he was a crime boss. Yes, heard of him. Winter Hill Gang. The what? Hill Gang. The, the Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar no, Hill Winter Gang. Winter Hill Gang. <laughs> What's the name of what? <laughs> His gang's called the Winter Hill Gang. Why, why did I say Sugar? The Great because Hill a Gang. Band. It's a band. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> the Great Hill Gang. <laughs> the Sugar Hill Gang. That's that's libelous. <laughs> now he um, obviously he fell under suspicion of being a gangster, but yes, he said because he, he was naughty. He said he didn't organise it, but he had sent out some of his men, henchmen, henchmen, to uh, yep. find out who did the robbery because it was his turf and he used to serve. Ah, right. No one nicks stuff on my he got manor. Some, got to give him tribute, isn't it? Right, right, or okay. One piece. Okay. Again, there's no no real proof that he had any involvement with it. There was a guy from Boston called Brian McDevitt. He was a con man. He dressed up as a Federal Express driver, oh, yeah. and apparently he basically tried to steal a Rembrandt in New York. So he was interviewed, but um, his fingerprints weren't at the crime scene, and you know they couldn't find it. It was just a guy at the same time who tried to mm-hmm. steal. Sure, yeah, yeah. But he was ruled out as well. The, um, so why uh, I ask this question most <laughs> pods, why are we ultimately talking about it is because it's a was the highest value nicked bag, yes. bag of art. <laughs> the highest bag of art. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was a massive deal. Because ultimately, to paraphrase art. the story, two blokes went into a... This is a museum. <laughs> so two blokes went into the museum, nicked a load of art, and left. And that's the story, isn't it? Basically, kind yeah, of. Well, yeah. I mean, in fairness, it has become quite a. a, a well, um, as recent things go, this is only nineteen. Has it become legend? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's got quite a famous. There's been references to it in popular culture. Oh yeah, yeah. So sorry to, so to interject. Did, did the Dresden? Uh, Robbery did was the art recovered from that? No, the uh, Dresden so that also robbery, right. Okay, also, but that's only from November ni- two thousand nineteen. That's true, it's and they've interviewed recent. a lot of people, and it's comparatively recent. It has not yet been just recovered. before lockdown. Whereas the <laughs> yeah, whereas the Gardner Museum theft mm. has been mentioned on TV shows such as The Blacklist, Shameless, and The Simpsons. <laughs> it's been mentioned in a little passing snippet references. on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it has enough legend. Yeah, and in the last two years... Notoriety. Uh, each year of the last two years has had a documentary about it released. So BBC Four did a documentary about the search for the missing art called The Billion Dollar Art Hunt. Right. Which is 
incorrect because it should be the half a billion dollar art hunt. Because yes. a billion dollar art hunt is the Dresden. Yes, yes. And in April of 21, Netflix did a four part series called This is a Robbery, mm. the world's biggest art heist. That I can highly recommend. Really? Is it good? Yeah, it's four really parts? Good. Yeah. Seems a bit. They're four much. one hour parts. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Lorks. We've knocked through it in <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes. Do you know why the Netflix documentary is called Tarantino this is a robbery? fans? No, because that's what they said when they went to the building. <laughs> this is a robbery. This is a robbery. Yeah, yeah. Loads of, yeah, but loads of people say that, don't they? Yeah, usually when it's a robbery. Yeah. Yeah. You state what you want <laughs> yeah. before you do this it. This is a restoration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if anyone's run in and gone, this is a heist. <laughs> <laughs> In 2013, the FBI claimed that it had identified who the two thieves were. Yeah, they had a rather awkward press conference of that, didn't they? Yeah, what they called they had a high degree of confidence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they were still working on it then? Yeah. In 2015, they revealed their names. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And they were... George Reisfelder and Leonard DiMuzio. Right. Who were both associates of... Um, Carmela Molina who was another gang is that boss. a mob mobster apparently they both looked like the police sketches that were released of right what they looked like. but they also that's kind both, of working backwards though, yeah, isn't it? yeah they also both died a year after the heist oh right oh, okay so even though they claimed to know who it was there was never going to be any prosecution it's odd how quite a lot of people related to the heist died in mm. the ensuing years I mean not in a kind of one a day statistically mysteriously kind of, way, a kind yeah, of yeah. oddly unlikely kind okay. of pattern of death yeah, yeah. Uh, how did he die he died in an oddly unlikely pattern of death <laughs> <laughs> and one, one of the guys that the the FBI ID'd as one of potential policemen um, died of huge coke ingestion and right Meaning not really an overdose or something. Right. <laughs> Can you overdose? It's kind of a. It's a bit of a. Why have you tried? Suspicious. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a sort of. A, I don't know. A, really? A, KG, Did he? a KGB kill. Yeah. Kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teetotaler dies of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as the search for the art continues, mm. the the director of the Netflix series. Um, a name of Colin Barnacle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> great, I didn't see that coming. He uh, he really? made a statement to um, Boston or Boston dot com, um, stating that if the if the docu series doesn't help, then they're gone, because the show is the biggest wanted poster in the world. Yeah, they usually are. Um, yeah. In recent years, any form of Amazon or Netflix or whatever documentary is reignited cases basically isn't it yeah. yeah but it's not all without hope because right. the paintings although they are actually gone they are technically not gone oh yeah oh hey hey what the because in 2018 through the magic of augmented reality you oh, can yeah. now visit the isabella like v- Art vr Museum. like hold a vr up, thing yeah hold up your tablet Slash phone to the empty frame and the art will appear. Well, that's clever. Which is that's quite good, isn't it? I yeah. mean, you may as well get rid of all art and yeah. then just have I'm, that. I'm in favour of destroy all art. <laughs> to be fair, that's all pictures. you ever see when you walk around a gallery these days. That's is what people most people experiencing do. it 
via their phone. <laughs> so you, why have you come here at all? <laughs> so like when you hold up, uh, what's it called? Google camera or something to find out information on something. You, yeah, yeah. And it, right, right. It's oh, all, okay. It augments it. Wow. Yeah. So when you hold it up, you can see the pictures in the frames. You can see the pictures in the frames. Yeah. Oh, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Just good. call it's the an, search off. It's a, um, <laughs> a, an app called Hacking the Heist. Oh, nice name. that's a great idea. Yeah. So you can still go to the museum. You can still see the art, albeit through your phone. But as you rightly say. There you go. You, can, you claim you're going to yeah. go to the... I guarantee you're not. Yeah. But you claim you're going to go that. to the museum and you can see the What's art. What's the point? Well... I can see pictures of them from here. Yeah, yeah that's but true. It, you can just see I a picture of them. I don't need to go all the way there to see them online. Yeah, just look a bit on the internet. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, that saved a faff. <laughs> but you, you won't get the experience. The you won't get to see the gorgeous architecture of the Isabella Gartner Museum itself. Oh, yeah, okay. it's America's first glass encased courtyard. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. Go then. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary.